0: Upon the name of the Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee. Deliver my soul. Let's go back up. Go back up to three. The sorrows of death, the sorrows of death, the sorrows of death come past me, and the pains of hell get hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow then called i upon the name of the lord oh lord i beseech thee i beseech you father lord deliver me why should i be bound when we serve a mighty god why should i be bound deliver my soul gracious is the lord and righteous yea our god is merciful The Lord preserveth the Uh simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, Uh mine eyes from tears, and my feet from from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits. Let's pull down the word benefits. Amen. It's weird. I read this before church and that doesn't seem what I read. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bestowment. A benefit is an advantage. A benefit is a gain. We hear the word benefits a lot when you're talking about, especially a full-time job. Does it come with benefits? Is there a 401k? Is there a health plan? Is there a... Uh, what are the benefits to me working at this place? What are the benefits for me to work for this employer versus this employer? Right. So a lot of times when you're looking for a full-time job, you want to look at the benefits. What does this company have to offer you? Mm-hmm. What do I gain? from working at this place? Yes. What do I gain from being God's child? Yes. What do I gain from being called his son, his daughter? What shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits towards me? All right. So they say, there's a song that says, serving the Lord will pay off after a while. Yes. Yes. He's loading us daily. We're gonna find that, Psalm 68, 19. blessed be the lord uh-huh. who daily who win daily who win daily what does he do loaded daily. us with benefits let's look at the word loaded <coughs> excuse me load impose a burden affliction be born, heavy burden, self-laid, load. So usually, when you think of a load, you think of something you gotta carry, right? And Jesus said, come unto me, all you that are, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, amen? So what is he getting ready to burden us with? Benefits, goodness, mercy, grace, strength, power have some benefits over here. Lord, deliver me. Why should I be bound? All this help that we're getting over here, all the help that's in the Word, why are we walking around bound up? When God has provided, when God has made a way, when God is loading us daily, do we know what we have? Do we know what we have in Jesus? Do we know what we have when we go down in Jesus' name and fill with the Holy Ghost? Yes, Lord. Do we know the benefits that he's loaned on us every day? Let's go back. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bless your name, Lord. Okay. Bless your name. Why? Who daily. That doesn't look like, that didn't say every other day. No. That didn't say only on the good days. On my bad days, guess what he's doing? There's an ETH behind that load. That means that's ongoing. That's continual. It doesn't stop. So why are we sitting around talking about what we can't do? Why are we sitting around limiting what God can do? Why are we sitting around talking about what we can't do like it's in our power to do. It's not in our power to do. He, Where are the benefits coming from? They don't come from us. See, the benefits don't come from the employee. The benefits come from the employer. And if I'm working for the Lord, serving the Lord, we'll pay off after a while. What am I worrying about? What am I anxious about? And what am I worrying about and anxious about that I'm not taking it to the one that's providing all the benefits? That I'm not taking it to the one that is able to deliver me? Because we just read how David was talking about how he had all this trouble all around him and the sorrows of death, and he felt like he was in hell. He was in so much pain and distress. And he said, I cried unto the Lord. On, Lord, deliver me. Yeah. Why should I be bound? So I like yes, Even the God of our salvation, he that is our God, he that is our God, uh-huh. is the God of salvation. And unto God belong." the be not- Unto God, Lord, help me tonight. And unto God, the Lord, belong the issues from death. Okay, that's all I want over there. Because we're talking about, Lord, deliver me. Why should I be bound? The benefits that God is providing for us daily is what helps us to hold on and make it. We got to believe we can make it. You can make it. You got to stop listening to that other stuff in your mind. See, sometimes the pressures and the struggles of life get so heavy that we fail to see the benefits that God has given us. Because all we see is the trouble all around us. But in our place of trouble, in our place of distress, we got to say, Lord, deliver me. Lord, help my mind. Lord, give me strength to make it through this situation. Yes, right. We gotta go to him every day because every day is gonna be something. If it's not one thing, it's something else. Yes, right. It seems like it don't stop. You take one step forward, you take about 10 back. Yes, right. Don't you ever feel like you're trying to get forward and you get set back by something? Amen. You say, I gotta climb this mountain again. <laughs> right. I just, I, I, thought I, just climbed this one. I thought I just climbed this mountain over here yes. and I gotta climb this mountain again. I gotta go through this again. I gotta yes. deal with this. I feel like I've been going through this too long. Yes, but we got to wait on God. Let's, let's, um. hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, let's look at, we we'll have Psalms 103. Let's go to Psalms 103 and one real quick. Thank you, Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul and forget not all his benefits. All right, yeah. While we're going through, let's not forget God's benefits. We're gonna to go to Acts really quick. Acts 16, and verse 16. And we're gonna look at a situation here. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters Let's pay attention to this part real quick, brought her masters, much gain. Now remember, we was just talking about the Lord and working for the Lord and serving the Lord. And I'm going to add this in, only what you do for Christ will last. Yes. And we were talking about employers and employees and that an employer provides benefits. Let's look at this scenario. Her, She brought, This woman had a spirit of divination she could see into the future, basically. And she brought her masters much gain, much benefits, much profit by her soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit. Now, Paul was a man of God. He got grieved in his spirit. Like, he get tired of listening to this lady following him around, repeating this, just repeating it. He was grieved. He was vexed in his spirit. And he said, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters, guess what, mm. saw that the hope of their gains was gone. So now they can't profit from this lady anymore. So they're probably done with her. Right. Now they're upset because they're not going to get no benefits. Because she don't have this spirit of divination anymore. She's been delivered. Amen now she's been delivered she's free and isn't that what we come here for amen. we come to church to get some help amen, yes. amen. come to church to get help yes. we come to hear yes. the word the the bible says that our help is in the sanctuary so lord what do you got for me today Yes. amen, amen. so this woman done got delivered but her masters only can see that their hope of their games was gone. So now how are they gonna make their money? So they're upset, and they caught Paul and Silas, and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers, and brought them to the magistrates, saying, these men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. So in other words, now that I'm mad at you, for taking away my gain, my gain, that what was in gainful employee is no longer gainful to them no more. How do you, you think the devil's not mad because you got saved? You think the devil's not mad at the preacher for preaching the word? Because Paul turned around and said, I command you. Mm-hmm. So look at all this. They, the devil gets mad when sinners get saved. He gets mad. Now the angels in heaven, they rejoice. But you think the devil don't, you think if they couldn't, they would have tried to keep that woman with the spirit of divination for their own personal gain, and they didn't care how it was hurting her? They didn't care about Paul and Silas. All they see Paul and Silas doing was ruining their business. Now this man doesn't that came afraid of this woman, and now she can't bring us no more money. So they get mad, the devil get mad at the pastors for preaching the word of truth because he don't want nobody to be pulled out the pit. He want them to stay there. Lord, deliver me. We got to fight for this thing. We got to fight for this thing. We got to cry out. Now here's the thing, the devil can't fight God and win. So the multitude, now the multitude done rose up. Yeah, they ain't doing right over there. Look at them, Brandy's custom. We 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 don't want this around us. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer now they're going charge the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Now, so here goes man. Well, we're just going to throw them in jail. We're going to beat them and we're going to throw them in jail. And the jailer was charged with keeping them safe. So he threw them into the inner jail. He wanted to make sure they tucked away good and they ain't getting out. In fact, I'ma a, I'm fasten their feet. They're not going anywhere. <clears throat> and at midnight, Lord deliver me. All right. Lord deliver me. Now we kind of touched on this last night about when the praises go up, the blessings come down. And there's a saying, or they say, praise God in the hallway while you wait for that door to open. We got to learn to praise God where we at. Amen. It's not about my situation being so good. It's not because my circumstances are so great. It's because God is so good. Amen. It's because God is so good. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us to get so focused on our problems that we forget his benefits. That we forget how good he's been. This got the children of Israel in trouble. Because no matter how God brought them out, all they kept seeing was the bad. All they kept going back to was the bad. Instead of going back to, if God brought me out this time, he'll bring me out this time. If God brought me out last time, he'll bring me out this time. And we talked about sharing our testimony because that's how we got the Bible. God didn't save us to keep it a secret. Because when we tell what God has done for us, It will encourage somebody else. That's why this is written down. This is written down to encourage our souls, saints. This is written down that no matter who's fighting against you, you can't fight against God and win. You got to remember his benefits, his protection, whose hands you're in. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. They're in prison. They done been beat. This is some mighty men of faith. They've been beat for doing nothing wrong, really. They've made these people mad. That don't make them right because they was mad. They didn't do anything wrong. They really they delivered that woman. They helped that woman get deliverance, I should say. Because he said in the name of Jesus Christ. So it wasn't by their authority but the faith of the one in the power of Jesus. And they was upset with them for using Jesus' name. Oh, they was upset. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Not just Paul and Silas, Everyone in that prison was free. God was showing his power. God is showing his power every day. Are we seeing it? Are we seeing it? Are we we looking at it somewhere where it's not and not seeing it where it is? Because, see, when we look to ourselves, the power is not in money. The power is not in having millions of dollars in the bank. The power is not in having all these expensive clothes on and driving all these expensive cars. The power is in Jesus. Amen. Because naked we came into this world and naked we're gonna go out. Only thing we take with us is our soul. Amen. Amen. And this goes on, and the keeper so we'll look and see. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. Now this man was so afraid of what the Romans was going to do to him, he was going to kill himself. And supposing that the prisoners had been, had been fled. But Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm. Do thyself no harm for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So out of Paul and Silas, (coughs) excuse me, being beat and put in jail. And when they got there, they praised God. They didn't complain. They didn't say, why are we here? They didn't say, this happened to us again. They didn't sit down on God. Man, I'm telling you, this is some great faith. This is some great faith. Now, they had an experience because they walked when Jesus was on the earth, even though Paul was against the church at that time. And Paul was very special. Because he was called by Jesus as an apostle in a special way after Jesus had ascended up into heaven. And he had a lot of revelations because he didn't walk with Jesus like the other apostles did. But he was the replacement for Judas. So Paul had a special, Paul was special in the way, in his calling. But these men didn't get upset because of the benefits. They knew they was all right. Now they had to know that it was all right. they was were, alright. They were sitting up in prison praising God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I mean, they in prison, y'all. They got shackles on. Lord, deliver me while I'm waiting for my deliverance. I'm gonna praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know when we're in the when we're in the room with that stuff? God's going to do it for you. Well, God's going to deliver you. Keep praising him. Keep praising him. Keep trusting him. When you get in your closet or you get down, start saying, thank you, Jesus. I need to do that. Because that pressure can get so hard. Today I had to just back up from stuff. I said, I can't do this today. I'm not doing this right now. I need time with the Lord. Yes. See, He they needed that time. For some reason. God let them get arrested. They went in there, and they got to the singing. Lord, give me a song. Yeah. Put a praise down on the inside, and let me praise you while I'm waiting. Yes, Lord. Oh, I, I'm coming to church. I believe that God is going to deliver me. Amen. I'm going to speak it. Lord going to deliver me. Lord going to help me. He's not going to leave me like this. Something bad is coming for me. You got to believe it. You got to speak it. Right. We got to stop speaking all this poor-minded stuff. That's right. I can't. I can't. I'm this. I'm that. Well, what is God? Come on, God. He, he created everything. That's right. I still have the mindset that God, whatever I need, God got it. That's right. And I do work, but God knows how to work. God knows how to do stuff. And he'll do things to show us that it's not us, it's him. That's right. Because it's not my ability. It's his ability. Amen. Everything I have, everything I have is because of God. Yes, Lord. He says, sir, what yes. must I do to be saved? Here this man was about to commit suicide, y'all. And just that fast, all it took was a man of God. Jesus. Don't do yourself no harm. We're all here. They're seeing a miracle. he's witnessing a miracle because he thought he could put them in prison. He thought he had the power. God got all the power. The devil don't have all the power, amen? The devil don't have all the power, amen? The banker don't have all the power. The doctor don't have all the power. Don't put your trust in all the doctor's words. You better take that with a grain of salt and go to Jesus. He created that body. He knows what's wrong with it and he knows how to fix it. Sometimes we got to go through that pain. We have to go through that affliction. I think we read that in Psalms. Sometimes we got to go through that because it's working something out in us. It's working something out in us. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou shalt be saved in thy house. Yeah. And let's keep going. Because some people say all you got to do is believe. Believe got action with it. Hey, they say a goal is just a dream if it's written down. You don't just believe something in existence. You got to put some action. Amen. Somebody wants to, uh, you, you can believe you got a million dollars on the bank. You better go out there and do something. Amen. You gonna go do something. I'm telling you, you, it's just not going to come because you believe. You're going to believe all day. There ain't no snow outside. There's snow outside. (laughs) You're going to believe all day. It ain't going to snow. It is snow. It takes more than belief. But it starts with a belief. It starts with belief. But there's going to be some action behind that. And they spake unto him, so here we go. They said believe. Let's go back up real quick to 31. And they said believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord. Now here comes the word. In order for the word to work there's got to be some belief. So first of all believe on Jesus. Second of all Hear the word they spake unto him the word of the Lord and of the, the Lord and to all that were in his house, so everybody that was in his house heard it, and he took them the same hour of that night and washed their stripes and was baptized, he and all his straightway all from. So the devil thought he had Paul and Silas, and they got away. And in the midst of them, the people in the prison got free, and the man that put them in the jail got saved. He in his house. So whatever we're going through, we got to remember it's producing something. God got us going through that for a purpose. Only God knows. Somebody may be getting saved out of what you're going through. Somebody's life may be affected because of what you're going through. Because he's he seen something in Paul and Silas. He says, sir, what must I do to be saved? So there was some conviction there. He's seen something. They was in there praising and singing. And then here come God. See, we got to remember that we are light. And we got to let our light shine so that men may see the goodness of the Lord. So it's not just about us, but who is seeing what we're going through. Somebody's watching. And they see you coming to church. They see you praying. And they might not be saying nothing because maybe it's not their time yet. Because we don't know when it's their time. I'm sure they didn't know that was going to happen. They're going in there praising and blessing God because they know the benefits they have. Let's look at, um, <clears throat> oh, I'm to guess here. Hebrews 7 and 25. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Amen. You know, there's a song that says, to, to the utmost Jesus saves. Mm-hmm. That uttermost is to uh, the furthest or the most extreme. You know, some people think they've done too much wrong to be saved. To the utmost Jesus saves. You may, you may feel like you're too down or you're too low or you're not good enough. To the utmost, Jesus saves. Yes. In the valley low, in the mountain high, Jesus saves, y'all. Yes. To the utmost, Jesus saves. Now here is another benefit. Uh-huh. is the intercession part. Uh-huh. It said, so let's go back up. Wherefore he is able we have to believe. And we have to believe for somebody else that might not believe. We've got to encourage somebody. we got to tell somebody, you can make it. Because we're going through so much, and there's so much pressure in this life. Whew, there's a lot of pressure in this life. And the Bible says, he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. We've got to believe it. we got to believe that he is able. Come on now. We got to believe that no matter how a person seems so contrary that they don't want to be saved, we got to believe anyway. You got to have faith anyway. Now, they might not have a lick of faith. You got to have some faith for them. You got to believe God. You got to intercede to God on their behalf. Don't leave them like they are. Take it to God. Because remember, we went, let's go back to Nehemiah 10 and 8, I believe. Sure hope it is. Then he said, go unto them, go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. We can't forget the ones on the outside. Now the Lord told us to, let's go back up real quick. He told us, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet. While we're enjoying this great salvation, while we're enjoying all of these benefits, let's not forget about the ones that's on the outside. Amen. We can't keep it to ourselves. Right. We got to tell somebody, Jesus can help you. Amen. I, I can't help you, but Jesus can. Right. Amen. And we got to bring them to the Lord in prayer. If we can't get him to come through the door, we got to bring them to the Lord in prayer. Amen. We got to have faith. I heard a pastor say that a woman wanted her husband in church, so she started bringing his blanket and sit by, sitting beside her in church, and <laughs> eventually he showed up. <laughs> because she had faith. She had the faith he didn't have. See, God responds to faith as we learn in the woman. That asked for the crumbs. Can we go there real quick to the woman that asked for the crumbs? Oh Lord, help us! I think that was Matthew seven and Mark seven and thirty-two. Yep, that's it. Let's let's go back up. <coughs> so this woman was a Greek, a syro phoenician by nation, and she besought him. Oh, go back up a couple more. Okay, here we go. For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it unto the dogs. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Oh, this is not the one I want. That's that's the other part, but let's go to Matthew 15 and 21. Because in witness accounts in the Gospels, um, each writer perceives something different in in their writing. And if you... People that take witness statements know that five people can see the same thing, and they'll just describe it a little bit different. That lets them know that people aren't lying, actually. Right. Now, if everybody coming with the same story, they know something up. <laughs> everybody coming with the same story. Now, somebody's lying. They're going to put them five people in separate rooms and question them till one of them breaks. Because they're like, ain't nobody coming in here. Five people see the... Something happened in here. Five people are going to tell a different story. Now, some things will be the same, but some are going to be different because of perception right. and what we see. So, I really hope this is it. Then Jesus went thence and departed unto into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan. Now, remember the other one said she was Greek, and she probably was. Came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. He didn't answer her. So can he you imagine, you go and you ask, do not that, that make you mad? You go and you ask somebody for something, and they, just, they act like they didn't hear you. And his disciples came, and besought him saying, send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, out of here we don't want to do with her she cried after her she got on our nerves but he answered and said I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she now this is a woman of great faith right. because she wasn't moved because Jesus didn't answer her she wasn't moved because Jesus said, I'm come to the lost children of Israel. I ain't got nothing for you. She worshipped him. Because of benefits, y'all. She knew who Jesus was. And she had faith. She believed he could help her. Then she came and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. So I I will say, this might be a mild rebuke. She didn't get offended, y'all. And she said, truth, Lord. Lord. See, when we approach Jesus, Jesus said, we gotta approach him like a child. We gotta approach him with humbleness. Even if he say no. Even if he don't answer. Man. She said, Truth, Lord. You know, sometimes God is gonna tell us something about ourselves. And sometimes it's to, it's to see what we're gonna do. I don't know why Jesus said that. I don't know. But what does she do? Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman. Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. From belief. From yes. faith. Oh. And she acted on her faith. She asked him. And when he says, not me, for me to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs, she said, truth, Lord. Truth. But even the dogs eat the crumbs. Lord, can I get a crumb? Lord can I get a crumb Lord Lord, just give me a crumb see we're not worthy I'm not worthy I don't know about you I'm not worthy but Lord if I can just get a crumb remember that's all Lazarus asked for he said if I can just get a crumb and the rich man said no Jesus said oh woman great is your faith when he saw her faith faith will get you there faith will get you there Faith to get you there because her her background wasn't it. Let's talk about this for a minute. Jesus is showing us something here. It wasn't about her background. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really about her daughter. It's not your stature. You can be poor. See, there's there's a message in this. There's a message in this. Jesus is saying something. When Jesus says something, he's saying something. Mm-hmm. See, it wasn't about her stature where she came from. It was her faith. That's right. It's not, Jesus not looking at the outside. Right. He's not looking about the outside, the flesh, how it's dressed up, how it's dressed down. Uh-huh. It don't have to be dressed all up. It, he, does he see faith? Does he see faith? The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. This is what it's talking about. It's not about the stature. It's not about the background. Oh, I come from a good background. Mm-mm. Right. Exactly. Amen. Well, oh, I come from this nationality. Mm-mm. Right. When he saw her faith. Yeah. Let's go back up. O oh woman, great is thy faith. Great. Great. Be it unto thee. God sees faith. Lord, deliver me. Why should I be bound? You got to have faith in that. Right. Man. That God is able to deliver. Yes, that he's able to deliver me. That he's able to deliver the souls I've been praying for. That he's able to deliver my children. We got to believe, y'all. We can't give up. Right. We can't give up. Right. The Bible said the definition of enduring is. Oh, Lord. The definition of endure means to endure, to go through our hardship without giving up. Yes. We got to go through our hardship without giving up. Yes, Lord. We got to go through our hardship without giving up. Look at these women of faith. Yeah, in the Bible there's some men of faith, but look at these women of faith. The widow went to the unjust judge, He said, avenge me of my adversary until he got tired. We got to go to the Lord. Until he gets tired, we got a weary God in our prayer. We want our children to be saved. We got to go to God. We got to go to God on their behalf. We got to ask God to do something. We can't give up. We can't give up on our community. God didn't bring us to St. Louis to talk about it. He brought us to St. Louis to help. And you can't help what you're talking about. You can't talk about it because I'm telling you, I had my list of reasons why I didn't like St. Louis. I said, Lord, when I came here as a teenager, we came here one time. I said, I don't know what it is about that city. Now, we've been many, many places. <laughs> many places we went, and we didn't even travel around. We went, had church, and got on the road and went home. This was the only place we came at church, went home, and I said, I don't know what it is about that city, but I don't ever have to go back there. And God brought me here to live. And when we moved here, I said, Lord. (laughs) I see why. I see. But I'm telling you, God has changed my whole mentality. Remember Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh? Where'd he end up? Never. <laughs> it was that or in the belly of a well, and he gonna die. You can't fight God and win. We can't fight God and win, period, y'all. Amen. Amen. But God didn't branch to St. Louis to talk about it. He brought us here and I realized that when we was out cleaning. Because that was one of the first things I know is this city is filthy dirty. There's trash everywhere and I don't understand it. How mm-hmm. you throw your trash everywhere. And... When we started cleaning the street, I said, it hit me. God brought you to help clean it up then. Amen. Amen. Not talk about it. Do something about it. Do you see what I'm saying? Amen. If we want things to change, they're not just going to change talking about it. Oh, well, it's dirty around here. It's dirty. This is a dirty city. Do something. Get up and pick up a thing and clean up. <laughs> It's not hard, it's simple. It took like 10, 11 years to get that mentality. But God put the love for the city in my heart first. I could not bring myself to go back to Des Moines and say a negative thing about St. Louis. And we went through a lot of things. uh, (laughs) We went through a lot of negativity. But every time I went back to Des Moines I had a smile on my face, I'm like, is not from St. Louis. <laughs> I couldn't speak a negative word. You know, that got them both in trouble in the Old Testament when God sent the spies. He sent 12 spies over to Jericho. And 10 of them came back with a bad report. And God killed them. And only two of them went into the promised land because of their negativity. See, when God the the children of israel excuse me my allergies are acting up the children of israel continuously got in trouble and one of the things they said it would have been better for us to stay in egypt than to be than to die over here and see god don't save us for us to get bitter about it he doesn't save us for us to get bitter about our problems he saved us that's a step up amen you tell me you was in 400 years of slavery and you'd rather go back to being a slave than be free. Go on and have at it. I'd rather be free. Amen. See, the devil wants us to think it will be easier and it looks better that way. But your salvation, but my salvation is worth fighting for. Yes, yes. It is worth fighting for. Jesus. Because we got benefits, y'all. Yes. I was looking for it. He has blessed us. Yes. With all spiritual blessings. Can you bring that up, honey? Because I don't know where it's at anymore. I thought I wrote it down. He has blessed us. We got to look at what God has done. How he has blessed us in everything give thanks, In everything. Not for everything. But while I'm going through it, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the sun to shine. Thank you for the snow. Thank you for the rain. Thank you for our health. Thank you for my breath. Thank you for my food, for my dinner, whatever I had. Thank you. thank you, Lord. Because I tell you, when you start looking for good, you start finding it good. Right. If you look for negative, if you look for evil, you'll find it. Yep. But when we set our affection on heavenly things, Lord, thank you for giving me this song. Thank you for letting me pray today. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray for somebody else today, Lord. Thank you, Lord help me, Lord, help me to help somebody if I just give them $2. Yes. Hey, maybe that's all you had. Maybe that's all you could share. You shared something. Right. I gave them something. You know, being thankful. Yes, Lord. Blessed be the God <coughs> and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who have blessed us, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings with all yes. so what are we lacking? Nothing. Yes, no. We ain't lacking nothing over here. Right. Don't let the devil fool you and cause you to kiss this world goodbye. Don't let the devil fool you uh-huh. into thinking you ain't got nothing because your money is funny yes. or because things in your house ain't going the way you want He will play on some situations in your life. Yes, Lord. Woo! He will have you thinking God has forsaken you. Yes. Hallelujah! Yes. When God is with you. Yes. When you feel alone, God is with you. Because it's not going the way you think it should the young man oh can we go up thank you Lord alright here we go and behold one came and said unto him good master what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life and he said unto him why callest thou me good there is none good but one that is God but if thou don't call me good don't call me good there is not one good but God hallelujah I'm not good I'm talking about me y'all if Jesus can say this, I sure can say this. I'm not good. God is good. God is good. There's none good but God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He says unto him which, Jesus said, thou shalt do no more murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from thy youth. Uh, What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give it to the poor. Huh. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, yeah. and come and follow me. Yes. Yeah. What did we do, y'all? When we came down to the altar, and we said, Lord, I surrender my all. Oh Lord, I surrender my all. So what are we lacking, y'all? He stood and lacked because he did surrender he stood and laughed because he didn't do what jesus told him to do jesus said if you want to be perfect sell everything you have give it to the poor let's go back up to this but we're going to stop here in jesus name if thou will be perfect go and sell See, because he thought he did what he did it on his terms. Oh, I have not, I've kept all these things. See, it's not about us. It's not about us. See, he had told him, he had told him, see, ain't nobody good but God. It's not our goodness, ain't gonna get us in, y'all. Because we ain't got no goodness. So the first step to salvation is repentance. Is acknowledgement, I'm a sinner. Not, oh, I've done so great, oh, I'm so wonderful. No, <laughs> I'm a sinner, and Lord, I need your help. That's what he was lacking. It wasn't about the material things, y'all. It was about the heart. Oh, Jesus said, go and sell everything and give it to the poor. He got down into the heart. That heart didn't want to give it up. So he said, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. See, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all that other stuff will be added. We got to put God first. Amen. Lord, deliver me. Because he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, y'all. When we surrender that life and we come down to that altar, don't sell that out for nothing or nobody. Don't sell out. We got to stay the course. Don't give up. I'm not trying to be like this man right here. And it gets hard sometimes, y'all. Don't give up. Let's go to one more scripture. What is it? He that endureth. Lord, help me, Jesus. Matthew 10 and 12. He, how come it is whenever you say you just got one, there's God put another one in there? Oh, that's not it. But at any rate, there's a scripture that says, he that endureth until the end. That's what we got to do. And why are we holding on, y'all? Because we got all these benefits. All these blessings. And ye shall be hated. Ooh, Lord. That's not an easy feeling, is it? when feel like people hate you and they're against you. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth, he that doesn't give up, don't give up, saints. Amen. Thank the Lord for renewing our hearts and minds
1: Amen. as we
0: continue to go through this revival. Amen. Don't give up, saints. Yes. God didn't bring us this far to leave us. Yes. He did not bring us this far to leave us. He's loving us daily with benefits. And He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Lord, I just thank God for His Word tonight. Continue to be blessed. Continue to strive on and press on in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord.